Yo, what is going on, Trifecta Troops? This is another episode of Pow's Perspective. And thank you so much for joining me here today where I'm going to basically go ahead and share with you my point of views, my perspective, and what I am learning from being in a polyamorous relationship. I happen to be the guy, I happen to be the dude with the two beautiful ladies, the queens, um, Cassandra and Carly. And basically, this show is meant to kind of just share you know, Powell's perspective, you know, and kind of how I think and, you know, just kind of sharing further uh, in depth kind of of what's going in my what's going on in my mind, you know, um, while all of this is happening, you know, and watching and being and feeling the things that come with being in this kind of relationship. So that's kind of what the show's about. But today I've got a good one for you, okay? I've got a good one for you. Now, this is going to be a very, 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 very controversial topic, okay? It's going to be a super controversial topic. How do I know that... Oh, it <laughs> looks like i uh, got to turn something off here. But um, actually, let me just do this for a second, okay? Okay, so... Basically, it's a controversial topic. How do I know it's going to be controversial? Because our relationship is a controversial relationship, right? It is not a traditional relationship um, from what people are used to, uh, from, you know, what people, you know, really what, what social conditioning kind of has done over the last couple of generations is that it's made it very, very uncommon, very weird, and you would get huge backlashes for being in the kind of relationship that we're in, um, you know, but I do believe that um, that things are beginning to change, times are beginning to change, and what this episode is going to be about, it's going to be, it's going to be about how polyamorous relationships will become a normal thing in the future. Okay, now let me repeat that again. Okay, this episode today, I'm going to share with you a couple of points. I'm going to talk about why I think this, and then I'm going to go ahead and share with you. I'm going to share with you the real reason why polyamorous, being in a polyamorous relationship is such, it's so, so, so attractive. I'll talk about why it's so attractive. It's definitely not what you think. Um, and for those who are in a polyamorous relationship and who can, who can kind of understand where I'm coming from, I think you'll, you'll definitely agree. Some people may not agree and that's totally fine. Um, you know, this is kind of my perspective and at the end of the day, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just sharing kind of my, my, my take on a couple of things here. So the episode today, um, we're going to kind of jump kind of just jump right into it okay so something that was really um kind of learning as of recently is i was learning the different kind of generations right so we all know that obviously i'm a i'm a millennial okay maybe you are listening to this podcast you're a millennial okay um and how do you know you're a millennial well it's really kind of the time the time window where you were born okay so we are the millennials we are that generation and the and how you know you're a millennial is if you were born from 19 um anywhere from <clears throat> from uh 1980 to 19 uh 1980 to 1994 so millennials right now as we speak are around 25 to 39 years old okay and then obviously there's also um generation z okay which is 
people who were born either in 1995 all the way to 2015 and they're you they're around 4 to 24 years old now the reason why i'm talking about generations is because based on what i'm going to share with you today this is kind of my conclusion and why i think polyamorous relationships will become something very normal in the near future okay now the reason why i mentioned those two generations is because those two generations have been have been given access to loads of all of the information in the world, right? Obviously, millennials, we are basically the pioneers of the digital world, right? We kind of we kind of were the first ones to kind of experience that transition, right? Um, and also, obviously, Generation Z, um, they were born into uh, into this world, having access to the internet, which is huge. It's huge, right? Um, the internet uh, has given people the ability to just go online and literally get information on anything. And this was not available, you know, a couple of generations ago. This did not exist. Okay, now this has given both. This has given both of those generations, which are basically millennials, are basically the kind of the 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 you know millennials right now as we speak. We're the ones kind of leading the way at this moment, you know. And then obviously, Generation Z kind of travels right behind us, um, and. No other generation has been able to get access to the internet ever. So they didn't really have the ability to have all the information in the palm of their hand. They didn't have a smartphone. They didn't have access to that. So, you know, most of those generations were very close-minded. Most of the generations didn't understand, didn't have didn't have rich perspective on on uh, on as much rich perspective as now these new generations have because of the internet right <clears throat> and i i'm going to start to make my case here on why i really believe that polyamorous relationships will become the new normal in the future okay because of that people have now options okay whereas before people were only able to get their information from limited limited channels okay limited channels okay whereas like now for example the person who's listening to this right now trifecta troops let's get it let's go okay whoever is listening to this right now you guys are listening to it through this channel right this channel this moment right now okay and that's something you chose because there's because let's say you know obviously what we're talking about isn't a channel that you're going to find on abc it's not going to be a channel that you find you know on just a regular cable channel like you can't you know whereas before that you know people were limited to those kind of channels people can only get information through the radio through the tv whereas now look what you just did you literally went online and you found a topic that you're interested in to get more information to get more perspective and now you're here listening to you know to pal's perspective which is crazy right so you get the ability to choose the channels of information that you receive and that add to your perspective so that's something that other generations didn't have right so that in itself creates a lot of open-mindedness okay now i'm gonna throw something really i'm gonna throw something crazy out there because as of today speaking what's today may 10th okay um denver 
Okay, Denver will become the first U.S. city to effect, effectively decriminalize mushrooms containing the psychedelic cop. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying saying this right. Psilocybin, okay, uh, also known as the magic mushroom. Okay, now this just happened. Okay, and mushrooms are starting to kind of pop everywhere, man. Um, there's this little place in uh in, in Venice. It's uh it's called I, I don't know. It's on Abbot Kinney, I believe. It's a super popular street. People from all over the world go to the street. Um, super cool vibes. But, you know, it's it's this, you know, it's gained so much popularity. People are now doing kind of like mushroom teas and like mushroom coffee. I mean, it's pretty crazy that, you know, the craze and how how many people are beginning to start to find such great medicinal purpose, medicinal purposes for the, the mushroom. Right. But now Denver, right, it becomes the first U.S. city to to. To decriminalize mushrooms, which is crazy because, again, mushrooms, um, just kind of like cannabis uh, in the past, um, had been, you know, criminalized as something that was extremely bad and should not be should not be allowed in the public, right? Something that's grown from the earth uh, was decriminalized, excuse me, was was made criminalized in, uh, you know, in 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 the country. So hearing things like this really kind of begins to start to show how what i believe how open we you know this generation uh this generation is and how it's beginning to be to do things that old generations would have never done and i really believe it's because of the ability that people have now with the internet and the options and where they receive their information which enriches their perspective right so uh, i just wanted to talk about that because i think um now and here's where I want I'm going to throw something else in there and here's the direction that I want to take this podcast which is how all of this is kind of what I believe is connected to why being uh, uh excuse me um why polyamorous uh being in a polyamorous relationship will become the new normal uh and the reason why I believe this um is because not only are, are we open-minded as a generation, um, but at the same time, a lot of us are also very woke, very conscious, and a lot more than what what uh, what sometimes we believe. There's a lot of people who are woke and a lot of people who are conscious, and people who are conscious are obsessed with evolving, are obsessed with getting to the next level, okay? And being in a polyamorous relationship is a form of an evolution, okay? Because a lot of people, what they don't know about me, my wife, and, and, our, and our girlfriend's relationship is how it all got started. A lot of people usually have the wrong perception of how it got started, why it got started. People kind of make their own assumptions. But when I get back, when I get back after this short commercial break, I'm going to go ahead and share with you, um, probably shatter some perceptions, and also share with you some things that I've never shared before along with kind of sharing the benefits as a society uh, on why polyamorous relationships should be accepted and I believe will be accepted a whole lot more in the future because of some of these benefits that I'm going to talk to you guys in just a second. So for now, uh, just check out this commercial really quickly. Um, We figured we partner up with them because they're dope. They're cool. So check it out right now. 
Alrighty, here we are, here we are, here we are. Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. All right, so we're back, and now what we're gonna do is we're gonna do with the last segment, we're gonna go ahead and talk about, I'm gonna talk about um, why, uh, because as a generation we're so woke and so we're so conscious that uh, I was talking about how that this generation is just obsessed with evolution, with evolving, right? Um, and you can clearly, clearly, um, some of the points that I'll make just very quickly is, you know, we're so obsessed as a society, as a generation to keep evolving uh, that there's just so many uh, there's just so many uh, things that are happening all over the world, you know, like that are just completely changing the game. And just everything is evolving. If you think about it, right, um, just the same way you used to shop for your groceries, you no longer shop anymore like that, because sometimes people can now order from Amazon, Amazon Fresh. Sometimes pe- people sometimes don't even do groceries anymore. Right. Um, even the way, you know, how even the, even the car is evolving. Right. Whereas uh, there is no options of having cars that didn't run at, you know, there's no cars that were invented where you didn't have to put gas in them, right? Now, think about Tesla. Tesla's a car, an electric car, and there's more electric cars. Everything is evolving. Everything is evolving. And I think as a generation, we're obsessed with evolu- with continuing to evolve. And I think that that kind of, kind of, that kind of uh, spills over into everything. And that's why, um, uh, I think that some of the benefits in why being in a polyamorous relationship are so attractive is not what you think, okay? But first, in order for me to kind of share with you the benefits, I must share with you and I must take you back to memory memory lane when me and my wife uh, first said I do to each other, okay? So what a lot of people don't know, I have never really shared with this with you guys, is uh, you know I actually, prior to getting involved in a polyamorous relationship, and from that moment that I said I do, uh, my wife came from a background, a very religious background, um, uh, which was Christianity. And I also came from that background as well. Well, I didn't have the background that she did. She kind of pretty much was raised, Cassandra was raised with pretty much all of her life with just religion and Christianity. And, you know, she kind of was born into that, you know, their family really much, uh, that was, you know, something that they really valued a lot. Um, and when we said I do, I had, you know, I had already kind of given my life, you know, I had kind of made that commitment to, to, to step into religion. And when we said I do, um, I would say we were probably some of the most closed minded people. Okay, we were some of the most closed minded people because that's what a typical new relationship looks like, in my opinion. Right. Um, New relationships usually for the most part um, are, are, in my opinion, they're they're ever evolving. You know, they're ever evolving because who I used to be when I said I do and who my wife used to be, who I uh, said I do to when we first got married, we're no longer those people. We're no longer those people's. Our beliefs have massively changed and are what we used to think we no longer think. And we're just our mind has opened up and it's opened up way more than when we first when we first got started. So um, this has been an evolution. OK, it's not like me and my wife got married and then next thing you know, we're just like looking for a girlfriend. Right. Or we're looking to live this crazy life or whatever people may assume about our relationship. This was an evolution, and the evolution gradually got to a point where me and my wife kind of sat down, and we kind of just mutually, okay, because a lot of people sometimes think that I convinced my wife 
to step into this relationship or to to explore being in a polyamorous relationship and i i didn't convince my wife i did not convince my wife this is something we mutually agreed with because we kept evolving okay we kept evolving now one of the reasons why this is so attractive is because evolving means growing and growing means that you will become a new person and if you become a new person therefore it's almost like technically falling in love with a different person i'm not sure if you guys have ever heard that quote that says love is something 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 love is all about falling in love every single day with the same person or something like that i i I'm, i totally chopped that up but you know what i mean right so how do you stay in love you stay in love by constantly evolving. So if you want to stay in love, if you want to be in love, if you don't want to be like your parents, I'm not saying your parents had a bad relationship, I know, but I know for sure my parents didn't have a very healthy relationship. And you know what? They'll admit it to you. They'll say it. They'll say they had a bad, they didn't have a healthy relationship. And I know that for a lot of us, you know, when we look at, you know, examples like that, we don't want to turn we don't want to become that. So as as a generation, I think that we're really woke and we're really uh, conscious of making an effort of being more present and doing those kind of things. And I think that if you really want to stay in love, then you're going to do whatever it takes to evolve and to continue growing that relationship. And for us, for us, that was jumping in, that was going into a polyamorous relationship, right? But that took a lot of time. That was an evolution that didn't just happen overnight. We evolved and we kept growing and we kept growing and we kept growing. And being in a polyamorous relationship was the next step. Now, a lot of people are going to go, how is being in a relationship with, with adding another person to the relationship going to help you grow? Well, it is going to help you grow because let me tell you something. I have learned so much about communicating. I have uh, I have learned so much about, you know, honesty and I've learned so much about, you know, telling the truth and, and speaking the truth and communicating and being clear and not taking things personal and being empathetic and learning and expanding my love and stretching my love and, and seeing a different form of love and you know, a lot of uh, 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 for for me, I've literally gotten the opportunity to literally have two mirrors because that's how I see my queens. I see my queens as two mirrors. Cassandra's a mirror, Carly's a mirror, and they show me. They show me every morning, every day, where I need to work, the areas that I need to work on. They show me where I, where my character has errors, where my personality has flaws, and I strive to become better. And if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to continue to keep improving my game and continue to keep leveling up. Because again, I think that this generation is obsessed with evolution, with evolving. And um, and that's the reason why I think that being in a polyamorous relationship is very attractive and why a lot of people uh, in the near future, because of how open this generation is, will will be open to that. We'll be open to that because it really does test you. It does test you. And, you know, I have different tests than the girls have. Carly has different tests than we have. Cassandra has different tests than we have. You know, being a wife and then adding another girl into the relationship, she had her set of challenges. Being the third person, being the person that gets invited into the relationship, Carly, she has her set of challenges, right? And then being me, uh, you know, me, you know, not letting the ego 
get to my head and destroying two beautiful relationships because I'm letting the ego get to my head, right? I have my set of challenges. That's me, right? So um, when you overcome those set of challenges, you start to realize you start to realize that you would have never, like I would have never gotten to experience all of the things, all the goodness that has come from this relationship that's made me a better man that I could say that with conviction, um, has made me a better man had I not taken these steps to be in a polyamorous relationship. And I think when you look at it that way and you look at it from a growth point of view, that it becomes very attractive and you could see how actually even thinking of being in a polyamorous relationship one day in the future could actually be a popular thing. The reason why being in a polyamorous relationship hasn't been a popular thing in the past isn't because people who are in a polyamorous relationship are monsters or weirdos or breaking the law or being sinners. It's that it, ha- it doesn't really have to do with any of that. What it really has to do with is a society that has been spoon-fed information and when they wanted more information, it was either limited or they had to take what was on the table. They had to get the information from limited channels and those limited channels were controlled by people who wanted to put information in front of other people um, to persuade them, okay? I mean, how do I know this? You guys, there's a documentary on Netflix. It's called It's Greener on the Other Side. And it talks about this guy named, I think his name is, he was the first, uh, he was basically a person in charge uh, he was the godfather of the pro- prohibition of cannabis, right? He was kind of the guy who who basically got cannabis to be to be prohibited. And he, what he did is through through the channels that he had access to. Again, people were limited; they didn't have they didn't have fucking Facebook or Anchor or podcasting or Spotify. They didn't have any of that, right? They had to get the information from one source, and it typically was was being used to manipulate people, right? And this guy would run propaganda showing people who took cannabis would lose their mind, would become insane, would kill people. He would create fake headlines and he would spin them to try to decharacterize the beautiful plant, in my opinion, which is a cannabis plant that's helping a lot of people and people are using it for medicinal purposes to treat pain, to treat inflammation and to do so many great more things. So, um, but yeah, I mean, check that documentary out and it'll show you. So yeah, I do believe that that's one of the reasons why being in a polyamorous relationship hasn't been a popular thing in the past. It's really because people have never had the opportunity that me and you have at this very moment, which is the opportunity to have as many different perspectives to to life, you know, through the internet and through having access to all of this information. So Am I crazy? I think I am. But you know what? I'm okay with that. And I st- and whether whether uh being in a polyamorous relationship becomes popular or not, uh that's not the whole point of this podcast. The podcast here is here to inspire you, to share with you my perspective. And again, Trifecta Troops, thank you so much for following us. If you're not following us on YouTube, please make sure you follow us on YouTube because it's also going to be a different experience. We have different content. We I mean sometimes seeing it and hearing it, you know, kind of opens up and, and, and you kind of grasp and take, and take away the points 
completely different than if you just if you would have never done it that way right so make sure you go check out subscribe to our youtube channel all right the trifecta love um and make sure you follow us on instagram as well please go over there to instagram the trifecta love on instagram and on youtube okay so again guys thank you so much i really appreciate you shout out to everyone who shared who shared great things with us who ask us questions who leave comments we love you we appreciate you and we are so happy that our content for some of you guys are making such a big difference. And again, if you got anything from this podcast, please make sure you share it with someone, give it to someone. Because uh, I try to do my best to kind of share some points on, you know, something that could be very controversial, different, but my perspective. And again, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Take care. Trifecta Troops, I'm signing out. The girls aren't here, but can you do it with me real, really quick? Come on. You already know what I'm talking about. With love, from love, and I think I messed this up. (laughs) But you know what? Fuck it. Just put it on. Uh, Whatever. Anyways, I needed the girls there, obviously. So, peace. Trifecta troops.